Hi, and welcome to Healing Quest, your healthy lifestyle show. I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks. And when we talk about a healthy lifestyle, we're talking about holistic wellness and natural ways of achieving optimum health. Well, thanks for joining us today. Between Mother's Day and Memorial Day at the end of the month, a lot is going on. In fact, today, in honor of Mother's Day, next weekend, I'm going to have a very special extended edition of my Wild Woman Wisdom segment. It involves three fascinating women, including Sophia Loren. So you don't want to miss that. The big names are showing up today. Also today, we're going to learn about a special kind of light that can help us relax, heal, and live longer. We'll find out about all of that in about 15 minutes. But first, since we're now a couple of days into the month of May, it's time for a visit with our resident astrologer, Michelle Bernhardt, to see what the planetary energy has in store for us this month. So joining us now via Zoom from New York City is Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Judy. Hi, Roy. Hi, Michelle. So so what's in store for us in, in, in May? And you know what? Oh. You know, it might be confusing to people sometimes, you know, we're talking about, we're not just talking about if you were born in May or you were born in April, that this is, this forecast is for you. It's for everybody, right, Michelle? Yes, absolutely. Um, in fact, we, each one of us has every single planet in the, every single sign in the zodiac is in our chart. Okay. So we have all of them. And this month, the sun is traveling through the sign of Taurus, which is wonderful. Mm -hmm. We, you know, Taurus is all about beauty. Venus is the ruler of Taurus. And if you ever notice the symbol, what the symbol Venus looks like, it looks like a mirror. Mm -hmm. That's true. Like a little hand mirror. And it's very much about, you know, reflecting about our beauty. And I love that. I, I think so. It's a great month to focus on what's beautiful about you, what's beautiful about others, really tuning into the beauty of things. And beauty is a really high vibration. It's It lifts our vibration to a higher level. Oh, I, it's really nice. I believe that. I mean, I find so much beauty in nature and, and obviously the combination of the beauty in nature and being in nature definitely lifts our vibration. Exactly. And Taurus is an earth sign. So it's very much about nature. It's about, it's about gardening. It's about grounding ourselves, feeling our feet on the earth. It also rules, each sign rules a particular, a particular area of life. In fact, a few areas of life. And one of the things that Taurus rules is self-worth, value. So it is a great time to focus on our worth and also what we value. What, you know, that's, mm -hmm. that's an important thing to do. It also, it's values and possessions and money. So I thought we would talk a little bit about each one of us exploring our relationship to money. And I think sometimes we forget that money is currency and currency is energy. So it's, I, I thought we should talk about I, that. I love that. I think that, you know, uh, money is something that actually probably is up for a lot of people right now. It is. And I think we've mentioned this on the show before. Uranus, which is a slow moving planet, moved into the sign of Taurus a ways back. We, we spoke about mm -hmm. it. And so that Uranus is the planet of it's innovative, it's progressive, it's different. And so I mentioned that money, our currency would start to look and be different. And as we can see, you know, with the difference in the way we're using our money, the Bitcoin, all, you know, you know, mm -hmm. and also even what's happening to money 
in the world, how we're having to revisit it and deal with it in a new way. And people need money. It's a very, we're having to look at currency in a very unique and progressive way. Can you give us an, an, an example of that? Well, what's happening, like with all the people that were furloughed, mm -hmm. is that, the, yeah, you know, right? right. Furloughed, or people are out of, people need help. There's a lot of people that the government and the world is trying to help people because as a unit, so many people are in, in dire straits. So we, we have to say, well, how do, we, how do we rethink this? We can't just keep going the way we normally went. You know, we need to support people. It's a very, very much about support. And Uranus being in Taurus, it's very, it, we're, we're being asked to discover new ideas, new solutions to financial situations. We can't keep going on the way we used to. The old is no longer, it's no longer working. Well, you know, that's interesting because I know we've had this conversation over the last year where you have said, you know, whether it was from an astrological perspective or just your, your no, your, not just, but your, no, your, your intuitive insight that the way we all make money is changing. Yes, that's exactly, I did mention that. And that was that when Uranus moved into Taurus mm -hmm. and right now with the sun in Taurus as well, it, it highlights it. So the beginning of May is a little, we have a sun square Saturn aspect that can make things seem a little like overwhelming and a little stressed. So we want to breathe. We want to take a step back and we want to look at money and the way it plays in our life in a new way. We want to watch it without judgment. We want to be interested. Do, is it a steady flow? Is it erratic? Do we need, um, what, is, what is our relationship to money? Does it make us nervous? Does it make us happy? So we start to explore that. One thing that I would ask people to do that's very interesting is to go back, take a little moment and remember the, your first experience with making money. Mm. That sometimes gives you a real clue as to how the relationship started. Very interesting. Yeah, just, I always like a little homework, <laughs> a little self a little self, only good homework, yeah. a little self-investigation. Is there going to be a pop quiz right? on this? <laughs> yeah, no, no I, <laughs> and I don't mean that in a harsh way, because what we want to do is find a way that money matches our own individual spirit. Because we right, we want to make friends with it. Exactly. Uh, you know, money is energy and we're energy. We're all energy. Everything is energy. So so if we think about money in that way, instead of it's the all be all and, you know, I mean, it, money's great. I, I, I've heard a lot of people that are experts around, you know, money and, and abundance say, you really have to love money. You know, there's a lot of things and not in a grubby, greedy way, but just that there's... You know, when people say, oh, money's dirty, the root of all evil and all of that, that is not embracing it. It's not giving it a high vibration. Would you agree? Right. I, I agree. That's why I started by saying it's really about currency. Mm -hmm. It's about energy. And that even just thinking about it that way, it's, it's tuning into what you value and how do you surround yourself how, with the things that you value. And a lot of that um, has to do with simple things. And I think that's some, one of the things that's come out of this pandemic. And I, I don't know that if, if that's reflected in, in, in the chart for May, you know, about where, where we just are as a collective right now. 
Yes, I think that's what I was trying to say. I was having a little trouble saying it, but that is what I'm trying to say is collectively, we are all needing to look at this area of life in a new way. And also because Taurus rules value and self-worth, what is it that we value? And once you, once you really think about it, is that where you spend your time? Is that what you feed? Because a lot of times say, well, I, I really value family, but they're never with their family, right? right. They, don't, they don't water that garden, so to speak. Or people say, I really value this, like these ideas, these beliefs that are really not true because we can really see what we value by what we spend time doing. What a wonderful insight. I think that, that so many of us are disconnected from what we think are our values because they have the idea of what, who we want to be, what we want to be, or we think that that's what we ought to be valuing. Exactly. That's so true. And in, the other thing, remember, we were talking about that each sign rules a different part of the body. Mm -hmm. And the voice, the neck and the voice are ruled by Taurus. Mm -hmm. And I thought, isn't it interesting, our voice, how many voices we have within our head, <laughs> right? We have a lot, of, we hear a lot of voices and also our own voice. What are we expressing? What are we saying? Um, because when, you, when we were just saying about how sometimes we think that something is a value because we, we think it should be our value. It's like, we're hearing a voice that's telling us how we should be, what, we, what should matter to us instead of really listening and paying attention to the real voice, that main voice, and, and allowing that voice to speak to us and in turn speak to the world. And this is a good month for that. The month of May is a good month for that. Yes, it's highlighting that. Absolutely. And, so, and it's a good month to sing. It's a good month to listen to music. It's a good month to garden. It's a good month to get pretty or to get handsome <laughs> or to get whatever. Just beautify our surroundings. So, Arne, you want to, do you have a final thought that you would like to leave our listeners with this month for May? I actually think that we have to have a meeting this month with all the voices that we have in our head. And we have to tune in to the true voice, the real voice. And one of the ways that we can figure out what that true voice is, is wherever we really connect with our true pleasure. What gives us pleasure connects us to the true voice. And, and once we do that, put that connection to pleasure at the top of the list and don't treat, and we shouldn't treat pleasure like it's some kind of bad thing, like it's an excessive, it, it's not as important as discipline. You know, it, it is. Yeah, or it's something that, you know, we look forward to or that we get to have once in a while. And, and instead of uh, yeah. living in a more pleasurable and joyful state all the time. Exactly. May without being hedonistic. Exactly. Uh, May is here to remind us that we don't have to ration out pleasure. Well said. So maybe we should get rid of that uh, phrase or the, that uh, uh, the thing that people say about being a guilty pleasure. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, I like that. So we're going to leave that behind in. 
going to have May all your pleasure be guilt-free. How about that? I love that. (laughs) Well, Michelle, thank you so much. It's always good to hear uh, your insights. Can I just say it's a great pleasure for us? (laughs) (laughs) It's always a pleasure to have you on the show. So we've been speaking with Michelle Bernhardt, our resident astrologer, about what's in store for all of us in the month of May. Up next in our show, we're going to talk about how the right kind of light can actually lengthen our lives. And and don't forget, podcasts of this and other Healing Quest shows are available at our website, HealingQuest.tv. And please follow us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter at HealingQuest. I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst, and you're listening to Healing Quest on iHeartRadio. Healing Quest is brought to you by Clearlight Infrared, Makers of jacuzzi saunas whose infrared heating technology penetrates deep to boost the immune system, increase blood flow, reduce stress, and detox naturally. You can learn more about jacuzzi saunas at infraredsaunas.com. That's infraredsaunas.com. And use the promo code HEALINGQUEST. Or you can call Clearlight at 1-800-798-1779. That's 1-800-798-1779. 1779. Hi, I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks, and welcome back to Healing Quest, your healthy lifestyle show. You know, our focus is the latest in natural options to help all of us achieve that optimum well-being that we're all looking for. Well, one option that really intrigues us is the use of light for healing. And if you're not aware of something called full-spectrum infrared light and the benefits of it, our guest today is going to give us insight into what it is and how it works. Our guest is Dr. Raleigh Duncan. He's an expert on infrared light and specifically on what full-spectrum infrared is and why we may want to make it part of our life. Dr. Duncan is joining us now from his home base in the Bay Area. Hi, Dr. Duncan. Hi, Dr. Duncan. Hi, Judy. Hi, Roy. Glad to be here. I'd like to start with some context because you've created saunas that deliver the benefits of sunlight without the dangers of solar radiation. And you do that by using the infrared spectrum, just in terms of setting the stage. Is that correct so far? That That's correct. We're staying in the infrared wavelengths. And so infrared itself, it doesn't emit light, so you can't see it, but it will come along with some visible light in our full spectrum. But it turns out that the infrared spectrum actually has three parts and to get all the benefits, we need what's called full spectrum infrared. So now that's what we'd like to get the details on from you, Dr. Duncan. Okay, that's that's pretty easy. The full spectrum, <laughs> when we say that, it actually the three parts uh, in the wavelengths of infrared is far infrared, mid infrared, and near infrared. So each of those relates to the wavelength, uh, the length of it, basically. So I was just thinking we could, I guess we need to maybe drill down a little bit into each one of those. Like, what does far okay. infrared really mean? Far infrared helps us to detox the body. It actually causes the uh, vasodilation to happen that we've talked about where the blood vessels open up and that causes your body to go into parasympathetic. So that's the anti-stress position and your body will just go into that when you get in the sauna. What, what about mid infrared and how, you know, how does that penetrate? What's the body? special about that? 
So mid-infrared, it's a little shorter than far-infrared, and it acts a little differently on the body. It heats the, they all heat the body, but uh, mid-infrared will go in and will help circulation to increase. It helps in wound healing. So it, it really brings oxygen, releasing oxygen in injured areas of the body. So that's its forte. Okay, mid-infrared and then near-infrared. Tell us about near infrared. So near-infrared, so the wavelength is a little shorter. And you would think it would only go in uh, not as deep, but actually near-infrared penetrates the deepest of all the three wavelengths. And that's because it's not trapped by water. We use the other wavelengths are trapped by water. And since we're mostly water, that's how it helps to detox. But near-infrared goes in and it really heats up the core very well. So let's talk about heating up the core. Um, how much do we heat up the core and why is that good for us? So when we go in the sauna, we will raise the core body temperature. And so we're mimicking a slight fever. So I'm talking a degree or so, but that's enough to elicit your white blood cells, your immune system, to boost your metabolism, all these things so that you're firing on all cylinders. I guess in the age of electric cars, we're not going to be able to say that anymore. <laughs> there's no cylinders to fire. But anyway, so you go in and you raise a core body temperature on top of, you know, reducing pain and, and uh, your skin getting softer, you're getting all these other benefits. So if you can just, uh, just a degree or so will make a big difference in your immune response. Well, if you're yeah. just joining us, I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst. You're listening to Healing Quest, and we're speaking with Dr. Raleigh Duncan, a true visionary in the world of natural health. Our topic is full-spectrum infrared, what it is and why it's good for us. It's been reported that full-spectrum infrared has the power to um, revitalize our cells and our, and, and our metabolism. So what are those reports based on, and, and how does this revitalization actually happen? Mm -hmm. That's a great question. And this is something that's been very exciting. So it's something I mentioned a little earlier, earlier and the near infrared and also some of the red light therapies that we use in the ceiling. And then also we have a red light unit, but just the near infrared causes what is known as photobiomodulation. It's been heavily researched, but it actually causes the mitochondria in the cells to produce ATP just by this light going into the cell. And that's, that's tremendously huge because our cells only live a X amount of time. So if you can put energy directly into the cell, it's like putting it on life support, revitalizing the cell. So that is true anti-aging just caused by sitting in the sauna. We talked before about raising the core body temperature, which is something that, you know, you're really not aware of when you're in there. You've also mentioned the fact that you can uh, get heart rate benefit when you're in the, in the sauna. Yes. T tell us about how that works. Well, one of the things that happens in the way that we design the sauna is that when that vasodilation happens, and I call it global vasodilation, you get uh, what I also call a passive aerobic workout because your blood vessels open up, your heart starts to pump faster. I'll get my heart up to a working heart rate just sitting in the sauna as if I'm working out on, a, on an exercise machine. So all that oxygenated blood is flowing through your body and that's healing your heart in this process, all right? Because we need to exercise our heart, but it's being done 
in an in a time that you're very passive you're just sitting in the sauna so you're stressing the heart because it is pumping but so you have this interplay between stressing the body and also being very relaxed at the same time and there's studies the, the big study out of finland showed um very good uh, reduction of uh, cardiac disease just by going in the sauna three times a week for 20 minutes so if you're going in almost every day, you, should get, you get <laughs> yeah. an extra benefit? <laughs> I would think. Oh, yeah. I, I would think. And it wasn't just the heart disease, but all-cause mortality was down considerably. I'm talking like 42%. All-cause mortality in this 20-year study of 2,400 people and, and looking at their sauna usage. So it's quite amazing. That's, a That's why I, I get in my sauna. Yeah, almost every day. I can't say enough about them. I, I love my sanctuary. It has done more for me. I think it's done a lot for me physically, but I also feel like it's just done so much for my mental health this last year. Right. Because even with the sauna, you know, there's been times when, when I think I speak for a lot of people out there, it's just just been crazy to, you know, and, and hard to, hard to understand, hard to cope with, just deal with. And I mean, it's, I mean, I, I feel, I feel like I look better, but also, and when people ask that, I mean, I'm always like, you know, it's the sauna. It, it, it's the one thing that I've done different that I can actually say, well, I've done this for, uh, you know, over a year and, and these are the results that I personally have gotten out of it. Yeah. yeah and, and this is, this year is with so much stress. Um, and it, it's not the type of stress we're used to, you know, no. it's t- totally different. And so the great part with the sauna is when you go in the sauna, you don't have to learn how to meditate. You don't have to think in a certain way. The vasodilation is going to happen. It's going to trigger your parasympathetic uh, section of the autonomic nervous system. And you're going to relax and you're going to reduce your stress. That's it. I love what you just said. You don't have to learn how to do anything or you don't have to, you know, sometimes I think that meditation, I, and, I, and I, I love meditation, but I know it can be just one more thing to have to do. You're talking about overthinking something? Yeah, overthinking. Never happened. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would never happen to me. But, uh. <laughs> That's right. So it's taking the other approach. It's going in through the body and then all of a sudden you see, oh, I'm feeling and thinking differently. My thoughts are more relaxed. So rather than having to stop your thoughts so your body feels better, it's the other way around. Thank you. That's a great explanation. We've been speaking with Dr. Raleigh Duncan of Clearlight Saunas about the unique healing benefits of infrared saunas and especially full-spectrum infrared. You can learn more about that at infraredsaunas.com. That's infraredsaunas.com. Or you can call Clearlight at 1-800-798-1779. That's 1-800-798-1779. Up next in our show, I have a very special Wild Woman Wisdom with filmmaker Regina K. Scully and her mother about her new film, What Would Sophia Loran Do?, now streaming on Netflix. It's a very juicy conversation, so stay tuned. And remember, podcasts of this and other Healing Quest shows are available at our website, HealingQuest.tv. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Healing Quest. I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks, and you're listening to Healing Quest on iHeartRadio. I'm taming my inner critic. You're not welcome here anymore. I'm taming my inner critic. Allow me. 
kick you out the door. Hi, and welcome to Wild Woman Wisdom. I'm Judy Ray, and I'm happy to report Minor Critic is on vacation this week, and it's been really nice. So trust me, it it can happen. Now, in honor of Mother's Day and Mental Health Awareness Month, I have two very special guests who have one of the healthiest and loving mother and daughter relationships I've ever witnessed. As a matter of fact, Regina K. Scully, the daughter, is a filmmaker and uh, the founder of Artemis Rising Foundation, where she has produced several award-winning films, such as The Invisible War, The Art of Political Murder, Misrepresentation, and The Hunting Ground, and that's just to name a few. But uh, her latest short documentary film was about her mother, Nancy Vincenza Kulik, entitled What Would Sophia Loren Do? And that's based on Nancy's story. So I started this conversation with Nancy. Nancy, welcome to Wild Woman Wisdom. I know I'm talking to a member of the Wild Women Club after seeing this short film. And I want to know, how are you feeling uh, at this moment? So are you having fun with this? Oh, you know, I am because I feel feel very um, thrilled actually at how many people uh, that uh, we reach with this beautiful message that the world is a great place uh, things happen we all experience loss uh, we all experience love because they go together yes and we experience the resistance not resistance, resilience. That's the word I'm looking for, that we need. We need resilience because we can't be knocked down and stay down. No, and we certainly need it now, that's for sure. Exactly. What timing. I watched it again last night. I watched it when it first came out, and I watched it again last night because I knew we were going to have this conversation today. And I cried, I laughed, I it touched all the emotions and and it just it, it made me feel connected. It made me feel connected just watching it. Sophia happens to be an icon, but it, 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 this this documentary shows the humanity, not the uh, major stardom. I, I understand that there's uh, uh, some feedback that uh, there's a community in Africa that the head person of that village was so touched that she couldn't wait to gather the people in that village and have them see this documentary. Can you imagine? I got feedback from Hong Kong. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, and, and feedback from people in town, out of town. The point is, it's everyone. It's not just about an Italian-American family. That just happens to be the example uh, that we have. The fact that that's where I was, you know, born and raised here and all of that. No, this is for everyone. It's not just me. Everyone loses something. And when they do, they must, if they are to heal, they must see and hear something that shows them that it's okay. It's called life. You're born, you, you live, and you pass. It's normal. 
Well, for me, the film was just is a is a uh, a love story. It's a oh. it's a universal love story. Beautifully said. Let's give our listeners a, a little taste of what they can expect. You know, when the children when they had a problem and they'd run it by me, I would often ask myself, "What would Sophia Loren do?" What would Sophia Loren do? Why me? My parents. They went to the Italian movies, but I remember seeing Sofia Loren. Now there's a lady. I wouldn't mind looking like her. Troppo decolleté. Un po'. She depicts a very strong woman, and that really inspired me. I think that the steps of my career have been really very hard. How many things have we all had that happened beyond our control? No matter what, you have to go forward. She never gave up. That's courage. That's strength. What really counts is your belief in life, in people, in everybody. The timing. Well, here. Oh. Speaking of timing, here's our girl. Hi there. Hi. Hi. How are you? So good to Hi, see Judy. you. Hi, Judy. So Hi. good to see you. Oh, you too. Uh, well, Nancy and I've just been chatting. I was hoping you get a head start to chat with the beautiful Vincenza. I I did indeed, and I was I was reminding her that um, we had an opportunity to talk for about a half an hour at your um, Lifetime Achievement Awards dinner. Oh, in, wow! In New York a few years ago, and I think we were waiting for our cars at the end of the night. And her and I were sitting there and she was so proud of you. And we were, uh, I, I was just so happy to be there. And at that time, she said, Regina has just always been an angel. And I thought, <laughs> wow. wow. I don't know well, my mom would say that. <laughs> well, if your Italian mom isn't your biggest fan, then, then you have problems. <laughs> <laughs> and she's, I'm her biggest fan too. She's my angel. Well, I can I can see that, and that I, what I was saying to me, this film is a love story. It is a true love story, a, a universal love story. And I think and I watched it again last night. Just I watched it when it first came out, and I watched it again last night just because oh, wow. I knew we were going to talk. And I saw things that I didn't see the first time, and you know, I I laughed and I cried. And it's 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 Regina. It's just a, a it's a universal love story, and the fact that. We all have these challenges in life, and the the idea that you all you, you would always say to Regina, well, what would Sophia Loren do, or to yourself, I would imagine more often, what would Sophia Loren right, do? Right, right, right. That's very true. Nancy, I happened to see what what maybe uh, a little bit of that. We, Regina, <laughs> we were in New York shooting for our television show Healing Quest, and we were at um, Gloria Steinem's house interviewing her. Of course, you know when you're shooting, there's a, there, a truck always shows up or something. But this, right. <laughs> there was there was a bunch of garbage that they were going to be there for a long time. And you know, we sent the PA out, and she didn't have any luck. And my husband Roy went out, didn't I, and they were like, yeah. Okay. Anyway, Regina gets on the phone in her best Italian accent. Oh. You used uh, your uh, your mother's maiden name. <laughs> yes, yes, I did. Yes, I did. I said, uh, I'm it was an Italian company and I yeah. invoked the Italian Paisan um, accord. 
But the part that got me the most was, <laughs> said you, oh, oh, is, is Bobby there? You know, meaning De Niro, you know. And Regina, <laughs> in her very Sophia Loren way, said, oh, oh, I can't say. <laughs> I said, you said Robert, yeah, Bobby De Niro there? And I said, no, I'm not at liberty to give that information. I can't, I can't say that. And he went, oh, we'll have all the, we'll quiet it down. We'll quiet it down. <laughs> I so, you know, I imagine that, if I would have said Sophia Loren was there. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, that kind of a thing. Uh, Judy, that you would remember that is, is priceless. Yeah, Jesus, I can't priceless. believe you remember that. No, but it's, but you see, it's symbolic. Yes, it's, it is. It, it's it symbolic. is. You see, for all of us, it's symbolic that what, what a person can do when they have passion, when they live for the good and for passion. That's what this is about. This yes, is I know that about Regina because you know <laughs> we've had an opportunity to work together and there is no one more uh, loving or passionate or compassionate about everyone and women especially, you know? And so I think that we, we always connected that way. So let's talk about the, the film a little bit. I want everybody to see this. It is, it is a beautiful film. Um, it's just so sweet and so authentic and, and just so real. And that authenticity just comes through. It, it's a beautiful universal story. And coming up next, we'll find out how Regina met Sophia Loren's son, Eduardo Ponte, and what transpired when they were actually able to introduce their mothers. We'll pick up the story of what would Sophia Loren do after the break. Healing Quest is brought to you by Clearlight Infrared, makers of jacuzzi saunas whose infrared heating technology penetrates deep to boost the immune system, increase blood flow, reduce stress, and detox naturally. You can learn more about jacuzzi saunas at infraredsaunas.com. That's infraredsaunas.com. And use the promo code HEALINGQUEST. Or you can call Clearlight at 1-800-798-1779. That's 1-800-798-1779. 1779. Hi, and welcome back to Healing Quest. I'm Judy Brooks. And in honor of Mother's Day next weekend, I'm talking with filmmaker Regina K. Scully about a short documentary she made about her mother, Nancy Vincenza Kulik, titled What Would Sophia Loren Do? The film was shortlisted for an Academy Award, and as I mentioned before the break, the project got a serendipitous boost when she had the good fortune to meet Sophia Loren's son, Eduardo Ponte. I met Eduardo through mutual friends because he's a filmmaker, obviously. Right. And, and you I, are, yes. I'm a filmmaker, too. And, and, and uh, we had you know, heard of each other, but through mutual friends, we did meet each other. Someone, the same friend, organized a small dinner. And at that dinner, I mentioned to him, I said, Eduardo, I have to, to share with you just the sweetest story about my Italian American mother and my heritage. And growing up, you know, she would just sort of invoke your mom's name. What would Sophia Loren do as a sweet metaphor about just remembering our values and where we come from. And he just loved the story. Mm -hmm. And then the rest, I said, you know, it would really be incredible if we could have our moms meet he said you know that would be so sweet and then one thing led to another and there was an event at the academy museum in los angeles where his mom was being honored 
and uh, I'm involved with the museum. I'm on their board. And so anyway, we, I said, mom, we're going to Los Angeles. And we arranged a lunch. We had a luncheon where we all met. And that's, and that's what, you see and in the film. You see the fruits of that in the film, which were, we weren't even sure was even going to go in the film. We weren't sure we'd, they were ever going to meet. We had started this film, you know, a couple, three, three or four years ago. Oh, um, okay. My goodness. Well, it couldn't have come out at a better time. Yeah. COVID yeah. actually, uh, it, yeah, yeah, COVID allowed us to uh, reach, I suppose, some deadlines that were important. Uh, that would mean, that would translate into more and more people seeing this documentary. That's exactly right. Well, COVID was a silver lining for us as, as challenging a year as of course it's been. Oh yeah. COVID enabled us to actually, um, a lot of deadlines were pushed back mm. and that's how we were able to qualify for the Academy Award consideration. So well, we were for Academy consideration, as you know, we were shortlisted. I know. And, you know we uh, didn't get nominated, but I, I believe that's just because we didn't have enough time. Not enough voters got to see it because we slid in right at the end of the deadline where a lot of these films had months and months to be seen by the voters. But we were still thrilled to get it out there. Oh, oh my goodness. To, to be shortlisted for an Academy <laughs> Award is no small thing. And I, I mean, that is something that I, I hope you're really taking in. I know Thank this isn't you. your first award. You have many. Well, no, this is probably my most special award. And that, because out of hundreds, it did get narrowed down to the top 10. I know. And I know. I, we, we just missed out. And as I said to my mom, you know, we, the other issues that were in these, because all the films were really very poignant this year, as, as is ours. But, mm -hmm. but I said, you know, mom, you did uh, our film, uh, our life affirming film kind of um, got, uh, sidelined a little bit by by world hunger black lives matter the <laughs> holocaust <laughs> and and chinese asian world aggression those were the other themes we were up against so i said we we did we actually held up pretty well you did yeah. really well <laughs> you did really well i think yeah, so well what, what would sophia loren do the short doc held up very well I think so. And so how, how was the meeting when you actually got, I mean, I, I loved just seeing it on film, but I know that must've been just such a juicy moment. Sisterhood. That's what happened. Sisterhood, immediate, a connection. And what an example that, that was. Here is this uh, magnificent icon uh, who's devoted her life uh, to her career and to her family. But relatively unknown to the public, a very, very sensitive, caring person who had to work so hard. And this was revealed, the humanity. And here I am, you know, a mom, a grandmother, and really so much more. Hmm. That could be another film, Regina, but anyway. That really could be. <laughs> no, no, I see a trilogy in your future. <laughs> oh, but I joke about it because I, I joke about it because. No, but you're you're very, that's accurate. No, no, no. I, what, what I'm what I really mean to convey, and I do mean it sincerely. What I mean to convey is that there is so much that each of us. Every human being, young, old, any 
backgrounds, doesn't matter. We all, if we had the opportunity to tell each other just stories, stories about our lives, we would have many, many people saying, I know what you mean, me too, me, me too, that happened. Like, you don't have to be afraid to say uh, whether you're depressed. That's a big thing, I, 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 I would imagine. I, I saw that, I saw that my whole life uh, in every form and, and so many wonderful people, beautiful, successful people, quiet people, old people. I saw that. I wish I could embrace, just physically embrace every single person that has those moments in their lives that actually crush them. But this is the closest I feel that I could ever have gotten mm. uh, to many at one time. I will say that it did touch me and I did feel like it was speaking just to me. And I, and I, I think we all would agree that we are all connected and we there are universal truths. And when we speak those universal truths, it ignites in, in the other person and you accomplish that with this film. It was so authentic. I, I Nancy, you and I were talking before Regina got on about the fact that everything about it was authentic and real and storytelling. And you, you know, that's what we used to do. We gathered around the fire and we told stories and that's what your daughter does beautifully and has done it, you know, so well for so, so long. And for so many people, I see where Thank she you, gets Judy. that. <laughs> Thank you. Judy. It's so gracious and kind. It's just so true, Regina. And I was thinking about this when, you know, I was preparing and I was thinking, you know, one of the people, that I sometimes think, well, what would Regina do? <laughs> so sweet. You, 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 are, you are a role model for a lot of people. And, 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 Thank you, uh, Judy. And by the way, right back at you, you have such an extraordinary career and background. I, I have such admiration for you. You are the consummate professional and you've been really a trailblazer in health and well-being and, mm -hmm. and this, and this area you've, you've, I think you've, you know, help transform the space. So thank you for everything you do. Uh, and, um, and I often say to myself, what would Nancy do? I actually am always thinking about my mom and even through this process, what was so sweet and not to take away from Sophia because she's just extraordinary. And we wound up loving her even more after this experience was a lot of people in the takeaway were saying to me, I would get, I'm, I'm still getting emails every day saying, what would Nancy say? What would Nancy do? Can, can we talk to your mom? Can we get another Zoom meeting? Can you do a now they all wanted to do a podcast. So you I should. Said, you know, or they wanted to do a podcast. And I tell you, I, I understand why. And I said, mom, you know, when, listen, Netflix, I mean, I give them credit because they saw the film and they just saw the value in it. And the story was just so wonderful. And they, they scooped it right up. And I mean, honestly, we barely finished the credits and, you know, finished the, the production of it when they took it on. And with, within a week, it was launched, you know, into 190 countries and 15 languages. So it really is, it does speak to universal truths. And it's not just, of course, my mom and the, my Italian heritage through my mom, no. of course, but it's. It's for all families. And I love when my mom, you know, just, just for all families, for all people. Right, mom? It, our Jewish friends called us and said, oh, 
I watched it with my mom. And then the other people that you've worked with from other countries, they've reached out and said, we saw it with our family. We saw it, we showed it to our children. And it, it did touch all lives, not, of course, symbolically. I, I always say the Italian-American uh, version of all this is symbolic. You know, it's symbolic of right. all the mm -hmm. people that have this kind of uh, exposure and ability to uh, to see and unite and feel again. It's worth repeating. Less lonely. I, I do. I do think that uh, mental illness is so serious, so mm -hmm. serious, and always has been, and it causes havoc, as we know, deaths terrible but somebody didn't get to that person before they did all the damage people yeah. that do damage they are damaged who and also grief right mommy this film oh. touches upon grief it, oh. it is of course mental health issues for sure it's a big oh. part of this film but grief and, oh. and love you know whoever's going to love is going to have loss that's just the exactly. nature of the cycle so love and loss, that whole that whole cycle. Oh yeah, right. Grief, what addiction, addiction, illness. Just you know, illness. You yeah, know, um, you know, all of it. You're right, mom. All of these things, and of course, people who don't heal from these things, as we know, yeah. it does. It does go into our. It does uh, seep into the mental well-being of a human being. So yeah. trauma that's un unrecognized or untreated does then. Vital. find its way into our physical mental realm you know and so that's the other reason why nancy when i we approached her to do this she said you know i'm going to do it because i think it will help if it, anything that can help people unlock what they're feeling and face what they're feeling and to help them heal she said i'm all for it and we actually refer to the film as healing joy and we refer to it you'll never find one description of the film on Netflix or anywhere about tragedy, or or it's, it's we don't speak that way. No, we speak about challenges, but we we always it's about healing joy, and that's why the film ends. Nancy insisted on it ending the way it did, mm. and it's a very uplifting. So I just want to say to everybody listening that you really want to see this film on Netflix. It will lift your spirits, it will touch you, and it will make you probably remember parts of your life the good and the parts that might have been a little bit sad, but you you get through it with love. And if you want to have a little more love in your life, watch this film, What Would Sophia Loren Do? Uh, because it's it'll be the best 32 minutes you've spent <laughs> in a long time, I'm sure. How many things have we all had that happened beyond our control? No matter what, you have to go forward. She never gave up. That's courage, that's strength. What really counts is your belief in life, in people, in everybody. As I said, it's a heartwarming 32 minutes. Well, thanks so much for joining me. Uh, you can find more of my podcast at wildwomanwisdom.org. And please follow me on Facebook and Twitter. I'm Judy Ray, and you're listening to me on nowwithpurpose.com and iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm taming my inner critic You have no power over me I'm taming my inner critic Knowing my worth 
That's our healing quest for today. I'm Judy Brooks, and for my partner, Roy Walkenhorst, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, we, we really appreciate that. We'll be back next week on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to your podcast. Have a great week. Healing Quest is brought to you by Clearlight Infrared, makers of jacuzzi saunas whose infrared heating technology penetrates deep to boost the immune system, increase blood flow, reduce stress, and detox naturally. You can learn more about Jacuzzi Saunas at InfraredSaunas.com. That's InfraredSaunas.com. And use the promo code HEALINGQUEST. Or you can call Clearlight at 1-800-798-1779. That's 1-800-798-1779.